now. From the Mousecapade Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and we are so happy that we are going to be broadcasting this from Disney World. Yes, you heard me correctly. We were the crazy ones that decided to see what it's like in a pandemic to visit Walt Disney World. So this is a conglomeration of a bunch of events that we did while we were here. We visited the Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, Brad and I visited Hollywood Studios as well. This is episode 561, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. So special thanks to Joey for today's show. We're recording these clips that you're going to hear, and he's the mix master back home and he's going to put these all together so we hope you enjoy it well mousecapades listeners our first day here in florida we are at the magic kingdom it is a blazing 89 degrees and we know we should not gripe because you guys are freezing in missouri or for the people that are in missouri and the people that have snow like miranda got snow i think and i think margie got snow in texas so i guess we shouldn't complain but we first arrived at the Transportation and Ticket Center, and I'm going to let Angela talk about that experience. Hey, everyone. Um, I'm excited to join Vicki on our podcast today. Yeah, we pulled, into the, we pulled into the parking lot, and it was a little confusing maybe driving the first time, but, you know, it was, it's good. Just use your GPS and pull right in there. And then what's really cool is once you park, you get to ride a big ferry boat over to the park, to the Magic Kingdom, which I love. It kind of adds to the magic of it because there's not that big, ugly parking lot right outside the park. There's this, you know, you just pull up and it's just, it's all magic from the time you park your car to, you know, it's, it's just really great. We love the, uh, we love the atmosphere of it. So we got to the Magic Kingdom. We had already been through the temperature screening and the bag check at the Ticket and Transportation Center before we got on the ferry, which is pretty awesome. And that's the same way for if you're coming from a monorail resort or if you are coming walking over from the Contemporary, they have separate screening stations. So it does go a little bit quicker than it used to. Plus, the bonus is that new security system where you just walk right through. Now, of course, I guess... Angela, I wasn't with the same line as Angela, so um, I'll let her talk to that in a second. But it, of course, beeped when I went through because I was like, oh, this is going to be so easy. We're going to walk right through. And apparently my sunglass case has a lot of metal in it, and so it set off the alarms. I'll let Angela talk to uh, why she got pulled over because I know she got pulled over as well. Yes, I did. It seemed like it went really quick for everyone else. Not that it wasn't quick for us, but... Mine went off. I think it was actually my bracelets. I just had a whole bunch of those Alex and Andy bracelets, you know, all Disney, of course. <laughs> um, and I think it set off the detector. And so they just pulled me over and did the wand thing. Um, kind of looked through my bag really quick. Um, and that was about it. It's, it was really fast. Faster than normal. I do love the new process, actually. And, of course, less people make helps. Yeah, but... Of course, it is still 25%, like um, we've been talking to you about. It's just that a lot of the days are filled up. And the weekends seem to be the busiest. We were blessed. We weren't actually here for the busiest. I mean, there were people yesterday, but it was not bad at all. I felt like, you know, we had to wait a little bit, but um, someone messaged me on Facebook and was asking, should I really take my trip? And what was it like? So I just talked about the whole day and what we did and all the things that we did in that short amount of time. And it it's more than we ever did in a full park day when we were here during Christmas time. So you can't complain if you get to do as much as we did yesterday, but I don't want to rush ahead too much. So we um, decided that we were going to rope drop Seven Dwarf Vine Train. There was a little wrinkle in that plan. 
Hey, yes, we get there and we are trying to find the end of the line. It seemed really long. We're like, wow, this is just really long for a rope drop. And then we get in line and then we find out it's actually not running. So people were just kind of standing in line hoping that it would start up again because it was just a little a little glitch or so they so they thought. Um, so it so it did we did decide to move on to a different ride. What did we do next? We went to Peter Pan. Peter Pan next, which is normally a long ride or a long line. It was maybe 15 minutes? Maybe. It was not bad at all. Um, I will say I was a little sad about the Peter Pan ride because the queue is usually one of the one of my favorite parts. Just because there's the Tinkerbell flying around, there's the fun wall where you get to interact with the shadow bells and that sort of thing. If you've been there, you know. If not, maybe I won't give it away because it's such a cool surprise. <laughs> um, so that part wasn't going. You got to walk through there, but I'm sure they didn't want people maybe touching things and that sort of thing now due to COVID. So that wasn't really going. So that was kind of sad, but man, we were right on that ride really quick. And from there, where do we go? Where do we go? It's a small world. Oh, it's a small world. Which is currently being reconstructed. Which, yeah, the outside of it completely covered in like a vinyl wrap almost. Yeah, it was. Um, so we don't know what they're doing there. I guess they're giving it a little facelift for the 50th birthday party, maybe. Um, but the ride itself was really quick getting on. And then that is always a spectacular ride to sit, relax. It's cool. And of course you get that song stuck in your head for the rest of forever, but that's okay. <laughs> so uh, if you didn't have a chance already, I did put a video of that up on our The Mousecapades podcast on at Facebook. So if you want to do that, plus there's lots of pictures on it's my Instagram account. We're trying to get The Mousecapade one uh, linked to mine, but... It's your story travel underscore Vicky Black, and then you can see pictures if you want to see from yesterday. So then after the It's a Small World, we headed to Haunted Mansion because the line appeared to be long, and it said that it was 20 minutes, but we didn't even wait 10 minutes, did oh, we? Oh gosh, no, I bet it was 10 minutes. Ago. Yeah, I think that we were in the ride or on the ride by 10 minutes in for sure. I think they just do that to cover if there's any issues so that people don't get upset. After Haunted Mansion, I went to do one of my things on my bucket list for this trip was, and if you're a listener, you know we're crazy about the food, and that is I went to Sleepy Hollow to get the Nutella waffle with fruit, which I reported to you guys on the news the other day that it's only available until 11 a.m., so we made sure that I was there before 11 a.m. to do that. I'm trying to think what we did after that. After Sleepy Hollow, we hit up Pirates of the Caribbean and Jungle Cruise, both very fun classic rides you just can't go to magic kingdom without riding those they're definitely you know one of those things you just have to do in my opinion and there it was a very fun everything was handled very well as far as like jungle cruise they had a little bit of dividers some some plexiglass dividers on the boat and then they wouldn't let you if you've been on there before you kind of know where there's people like sitting in the center of the boat that wasn't nobody was sitting in the center of the boat so actually it was kind of nicer yeah you had a little bit more you know space which i guess that's the upside to covid is personal space which i love <laughs> um and after that we did oh pirates which was pretty basic i mean pretty much the same i didn't really notice a, a big difference sparrow. we did they actually had an actor playing jack sparrow outside the ride and he was amazing like like he looked like jack sparrow but more than that he sounded like him which was really kind of freaky at first i was like Whoa, this is, Johnny is he really here <laughs> It, we can only hope. <laughs> no, it wasn't him. <laughs> Not him. <laughs> what was next? So after we got off the ride, they did not eat at the waffle place. They were just kind to uh, fill my bucket wishes. So Brad and Angela and Mike needed lunch. So we went to the Pinocchio house and... Um, did, like we told you, mobile ordering. That's the big thing because I actually witnessed a family that was just going to go into Pinocchio house and get, uh, sit down and rest, not get any, not buy anything. And the lady told them that 
because of COVID, this is how they're handling things now. You just couldn't come in and just sit in air conditioning, which is sad, but also is a good safety measure, especially for people that are buying food. Because there were a lot of times we did buy food and then there wasn't a place to sit. And after that, we went, decided to go see about mine train again, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And it was up and running. And it said it was a 45-minute wait. I don't know that we waited. I don't think we waited that long. I don't think we did either. And we had a great time. It was Mike's first time riding the ride, and I didn't, forgot that. He hasn't been back since uh, Angela started this Disney craze inside of me in 2009. That's the last time Mike was here, so he didn't get to see any of the cool fantasy uh, land stuff. So he, this was his first time riding that. And we had a good time because we realized, well, I knew this from before because my son always rocks the ride. And so we were rocking the ride and we were just having a good time. And after that, we went to Errol's Under the Sea Adventure because that's just a fun, cool ride to get on. Again, gives you a second to sit down, but you get to look at all the magic of Disney. I'm trying to think where we went after that. So we went to Space Mountain, and um, as you all know, I had knee surgery this year, so I had already done a lot of rides that involved me getting down and getting back up, and I didn't want to play with it on Space Mountain because I know it is a lower ride. So I will let Angela talk about Space Mountain. Space Mountain, again, one of those classics you have to do it if you like roller coasters. I know not everyone does. Um, me and my husband, Mike, we went on it. I bet you the line wasn't 10 minutes. It was really quick and they didn't even have the whole thing running. Like it was, you know, really fast. It's, it's one of those classics. Like there was a little bit of social distancing, but if you've ever been on that ride, you kind of know you're just in front of, there's just really one person on each row of that car. It's like a rocket. You're like in front of the person. So you guys have a car to yourself. So we had a car to ourselves. But I think there's, I'm trying to think, is there only four people in a car normally? A three. rocket? Maybe three. Okay. So there, yeah. So essentially there was just one person in the back. And actually I got lucky. I was the very front car. So I was the front of the rocket, which That's was cool. Fun. Yeah, it was very fun. Um, but like Vicky said, whew, it's hard to get out of that thing. <laughs> and my husband even was behind me and he was like, Dude, did this thing used to be bigger? <laughs> so it is a little bit of one of those challenging rides to um, to get in and out of maybe if, you know, for for us that are getting, that aren't 25. Let's just say that. Yeah. And so from there, we went to another classic, which is the Carousel of Progress, which I know some people still don't like. And I know a lot of people want it updated. I would love for it to be updated, but still a classic ride it was starting to rain or it looked like it was going to rain anyway like there was big drops not these little baby drops like they look like the size of a half dollar when they were hitting the ground and so we decided to go in that that was a lot of fun and when we got out from there we went to Buzz Lightyear and we rode Buzz Lightyear and I beat my husband for the first time ever on that ride me too first time ever I can't believe it um, he's convinced that his gun was broken, but seriously, whatever. <laughs> well, and then I text my kids to tell them that I beat my husband for the first time. And of course, Joey had to send me back to tell me that he was a galactic hero with a 999,999 score, but he was proud of me for beating dad. So that was pretty fun. Uh, after that, we came out, it was pouring down rain and we were trying to figure out this lady was not wanting to let people go. She was wanting people to stay in the store. Well, if you've ever been in that store, it's kind of small. And we're supposed to be social distancing. There was no social distancing going on at that point because of the pouring down rain. So we waited for it to let off a little bit. And then we were going to go to Tomorrowland Terrace, which at that point we couldn't remember the name other than Terrace. We were trying to figure it out. So we actually ran under where the launching pad was. It wasn't raining as hard at that point and just sat there for a few minutes trying to get it to, to get off. And then we uh, went ahead and walked to Tomorrowland Terrace. That is where we found the delightful uh, relaxation... Relaxation station. That's right, relaxation station. I'll let Ange talk to you because that was, like, really fun. Yeah, so as, as we arrived at Tomorrowland Terrace... We were a little disappointed because it was closed. Because we're like, oh, we really wanted to just kind of sit, get a soda, maybe a little snack. Even though we'd ate and ate all day, but let's be real. <laughs> and then we realized it's a relaxation station. So you could, there was all these tables you could sit down and um, just rest with your group without a mask on. Just it gives you a chance to kind of take it off and let your face breathe a little bit because it is hot and you're a little sweaty. 
and we just loved it. We sat there for quite a while. It rained for, for a little bit of it, and it was just the perfect place. We had this beautiful view. There was hardly any people around. It was just a really, really relaxing, wonderful time. Me and Vicky sat while we sent the guys down to Starbucks to get some drinks for us. <laughs> so that was always that was very nice. Thanks to them for doing that. But we definitely enjoyed the relaxation stations. It was um, it's a nice it's a nice little thing that Disney's doing. From there, then we headed to um, what I consider a classic. I know is something that Angela took us to when our very first trip to Disney World as a family, and that was Mickey's Magic. So by the time that we watched that and got out, it the park was closing. But the cool thing for us was that, as if you've been listening to the show, we told you that there were a few restaurants in a couple uh, of the parks that were staying um, open after hours and that you could get food and be there after hours. So that's what we chose to do, and we had a reservation to Liberty Tree Tavern. Now, Brad and I, as you probably know, have been there a couple of times, and we love it. And you know that Nick and Aaron, it's their favorite. I think it's Aaron's absolutely favorite on Disney property. I'm not sure that if it's Nick's favorite on property, but I know he loves it at Magic Kingdom. And um, so we took Angie and Mike for their first adventure at Liberty Tree Tavern. I'm going to let her talk to that because I can't speak for her. Uh, yes, at first I was like, definitely whatever restaurant is open, I don't even care what kind of food it is. I just want to stay late, I guess. Kind of our reservation was after the park closes. So I just knew that that would give us an opportunity to be walking out of the park with very few people. And I didn't really care what restaurant it was. But I was very pleasantly surprised. I am not normally like a huge home style food kind of person as far as when it comes to restaurants. But the food was amazing. Like, it was so good. The mashed potatoes, the mac and cheese, um, the turkey. The I mean, it was just so, so good. The, um, the service was great. You know, we just absolutely loved it. But I'm just going to um, say the dessert was, like, life-changing. <laughs> it was so good. Like, the best, really, really the best. It was... I don't know what it was called, but it was like a toffee ooey toffee cake. Okay, ooey gooey toffee cake. And to me, it was almost like a really big, fat chocolate chip cookie with some toffee in it with a big scoop of ice cream, and it's all warm and wonderful. And oh my gosh, it was so good. I can't believe how much I ate at that restaurant. <laughs> we definitely got our money's worth. Yeah. yeah, we definitely did. In fact, I can probably throw that recipe up because it's... I'll make sure so I don't break any any rights with Nick, but uh, it's on a public website, and I found it for Angela because she wants her daughter to make it for her. And they also, she forgot to tell you, dribble caramel and chocolate sauce over the top of that ice cream. It just was, yeah, it's really good. You, I know we talked about it a little bit after our trip last Christmas, except for that this is the dessert, if you remember right. Kaylee and I only had a couple bites of it, and Joey devoured the rest of it because he thought it was so good and so we were telling the waiter that and apparently you can get all you can eat on dessert too because he's like oh did you order more and I looked at Angela like this was an option I didn't even realize it's probably better that I didn't know that so but it was a really good meal and then we got to do the most exciting part which is what Angela wanted to do is leave the park and just enjoy it without all the people and there were still some people because obviously other people stayed for late reservations and I think some people were just hanging out to see how long they could do it I think one lady was taking senior pictures based on what I heard them talking about and um, we just enjoyed it being completely empty and walking down Main Street and so we knew that the ferry stopped running at 7 and we weren't going to be done with dinner but we thought we would have the monorail but no the monorail doesn't uh, stay open past 7 either or 7.30 and it was past 7.30 obviously because our reservation was after the park closed and so there was a bus that went to the Ticket and Transportation Center and they just dropped us off and we had to ask because we'd never been just dropped off like that we didn't know where we were so it was a great day at the Magic Kingdom and we look forward to going to Animal Kingdom so that you can hear about that Hi everybody, this is Vicki and we wanted to tell you about yesterday. We did not have a chance to record it, but yesterday was not a park day. However, we wanted to share some of the things that we did in the area. Uh, one of the things that we went to was a place that Angela visited in Las Vegas, but this is in Orlando. So it's not in Disney, but if you're in Orlando, you'll want to go visit this place and I will let her talk to you about it. 
Yeah, this restaurant is amazing. Like, it's called Hash House Agogo, and it's called Twisted Farm Food. That's like their motto, and that pretty much sums it up. It's really good, like homestyle food, but it's kind of got a weird twist. And the portions are enormous. So if you go, just be ready to share or eat a lot, like we did. <laughs> we just went hungry. Um, they're famous for their chicken and waffles, which is what I got. Everything is just really good, I think. So anyway, it's definitely one of the places that you should should try out, check out on, a, on an off day from the park. After we went to the hash house, then we went to enjoy the amenities at the condo that we're staying at. So we hung out by the pool for a little bit. Um, two or three hours. Uh, so lizards visited us, which is Angela's favorite part of this uh, trip. <laughs> She's making a face. I wish you could see. But uh, yes, the lizards are everywhere. But we had a really enjoyable time at the pool. And then we got cleaned up and headed to Disney Springs. And we had a reservation at Raglan Road. And we were pleasantly surprised I don't know if pleasantly is a good word for that, but we were surprised at the crowd that was there on a Wednesday evening, especially at the restaurant that we went to. Uh, but they did have live music in and out, and they even had some dancers. The food was amazing, but I'm going to let Ange talk a little bit about that. Okay, yeah, I, I had the fish and chips, which was really good. The menu is, I was, I'm going to say, pretty authentic, maybe. So if you're a picky eater... You're, you might read the um, descriptions and not necessarily think that you're going to like them, but every, I think everybody was really thrilled with all their meals. Uh, my husband, Mike, got a hamburger, and he said it was just really perfect, like a really, really good burger. So if you are picky, that's always a great option. And back to Vicky. Brad also got fish and chips, and it was amazing. They shared a bite with us and sh shared with Mike, and, and I shared with Brad a little bit, but I got... Noki see Noki do if you like the Noki soup at Olive Garden you will like that and it has it had scallops it had some interesting things in it that I don't think that I would have ever put in a meal together but was delicious it was a cream sauce with roasted tomatoes kale um I think they called it pork crispins but what to me it looked like little chunks of bacon and scallops with gnocchi, the little gnocchi things. And so it was really tasty. And then we kind of just enjoyed the ambiance. Uh, we had a Your Story Travel Company meeting last night to celebrate the end of the first year with the company and celebrate Betsy, one of the list, or excuse me, one of the story guides that you hear from time to time on the Masquerades podcast. She was our story guide of the year. So she got an amazing Cinderella glass slipper with her name on it and everything. So it was very cool. And then we just went back to the condo and chilled so that we could start our day fresh this morning at Animal Kingdom. So now we are at Animal Kingdom. It is a ghost town on one side of the park because we watched as we went in, everybody headed towards Pandora. So we went the other direction. We hit up... Um, first dinosaur and we were literally the only ones there it was quite awesome and a little freaky and then from there we went to expedition everest where again no one there <laughs> i was the first car which is pretty cool if you get the first car i loved it like it was awesome and then actually right after we got off there we just looped around and walked through the line again and there was a few more people but still just as fast as you can walk that's how you know that's the line and it was great. So we got to go on that twice. It is a great, really good roller coaster. If you like roller coasters, it's a good one. And today is a very warm at the park. So it's a really nice breeze too, which is fantastic. <laughs> one of the things that Ange and I noticed this time when we were going through the ride, because a lot of times we fast pass that line, because if you've ever been here, you know that the lines are super long. One of the things in the, the uh, for the regular line, the standby line, I should say, there are electronic boards that change from time to time and it registers your magic band and has your name up there. So the first time we went through, Angie's name was up on the board. So that was pretty cool. And of course, we forgot to take a picture. But anyway. We didn't have our phones. So we, yeah, we didn't have our phones. We left them with Brad. And so uh, 
but that was something cool that was new to us and so we thought we would share it with the listeners so make sure you're paying attention for that if you're in the standby line especially if you're coming anytime soon because yeah everybody goes to pandora and so we went the opposite direction and that was a wise choice on our part now we're just sitting here waiting for our amazing reservation at anybody who listens to the show knows that the black family always goes to yak and yeti so we're waiting to introduce mike to yak and yeti for his first experience at that restaurant and we will catch up with you guys later When we left off, we were getting ready to go to Yak and Yeti, and Brad, Angela, and I have already all been to Yak and Yeti, but Mike had not been there, so we were introducing him to something new, and we weren't sure that the new menu was going to be out that I talked to you guys about on last week's show, because they said that they were going to introduce a menu for the winter months, and it would start this week. It, in fact, did start this week, which was good news for us when we got in there, and so we all got something off of the of the special menu, uh, Mike and I both got sirloin and shrimp, tempura shrimp, and seasonal vegetables, and yum yum sauce, and Ange and Brad got the ribeye with mashed potatoes and seasonal vegetables, which neither one of them touched, and... (laughs) 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 But I was going to let Mike talk about the food. I mean, I talked about what it was, but talk about how he felt about it overall. I forgot one of the things you can mention, the other thing that you ate. Yes. Also, I started with the wonton soup, which was very good. And actually, I don't normally eat the wonton soup, but this was this was very good. And then, uh, like Vicky said, I had the sirloin and shrimp, which was amazing. Uh, it's a hibachi grilled sirloin and shrimp with the uh, yum yum sauce, and I'm not sure what's in it, but it's very good. I liked it with the shrimp more than I did the steak. But it was it was very good. All the food was delicious. I think the steak didn't need anything because I know Angela had asked for a one for her, her ribeye and don't hit yourself. <laughs> I asked for normally, but I think it was so well um, seasoned or whatever. Do yeah. you think? I thought yeah, I thought everything was seasoned really well. It didn't really need anything. It was delicious. Yeah, it was excellent. I thought I was going to need some ketchup to kill it, too, but, you know. He always I didn't need any, kill I always have to kill my steak with ketchup, but yeah. I didn't need any of that for this steak. It I, was excellent. I love that restaurant, and Asian is totally not my thing. It would be, it would be my last pick, to be honest. If I, you know, if I had my choice, last time, the first time I went, um, it was only because I knew my daughter loved Asian, and you guys wanted to go. Um... And then I was very, very pleasantly surprised. I loved it. It was great. And the food was just as good this time. The service is amazing. Yeah, that waiter. And I did. Do you guys remember his name? Because Andres. Andres? Andres. Okay, well, I need to write that down because we've had um, some amazing wait staff. And we've had that in years past, but I really feel like they're stepping it up because sadly, they know that their jobs are probably in danger. And they just want to do a good job and have somebody give feedback. So I want to make sure this time that I do give feedback to that. And then uh, Angela and I split something at the end. I let her talk to it because my daughter begged me to eat it for her. Ooh, yes, the dessert. It was, what is it called, though? It's fried wontons. Fried wontons. So it's essentially like a little wonton with cream cheese on a skewer with a pineapple and then some strawberries and some delicious icing. And the whole thing is served with a little bowl of ice cream. And it's amazing. It's so good. Again, probably not something I would have tried, except for that you and Kaylee had already, yeah, you know, told me how good it was. And last time we had it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, so delicious. I absolutely loved it. Um, and I will throw in one tip. This restaurant is one of the few that's not owned by Disney, so it's actually a Landry's restaurant. So you can use a Landry's gift card if you have it, which we did. We actually had bought Landry's gift cards from Sam's because you can get them at a discount. So it was a nice little nice little bonus. We actually got to eat a little a little cheaper. Yeah, because it was nice yeah. to have that there. I think we shocked the waiter, but then he still got a good tip, so he didn't care. Because his face when he saw all those gift cards, he was like, are, are they, these all up there? <laughs> it was just funny. Uh, so after there, then we went to Navi River which if you've never done Navi River is just a boat ride, but it's just so well done in Pandora. And it was refreshing after being at lunch because 
because we didn't want to go on something that was really intense after that yak and yeti meal. So we were like, let's ease into this with Navi River Journey. Yeah, it was, it was it was perfect for us to to just sit and rest a little more and uh, let our food settle before we got in, into anything too heavy. And so after that, then we went to a flight of passage. And I realized this was the first time, well, it was Mike's first time to ride it. And then it was the first time that Ange and Brad and I had all been through the queue line because we always fast pass that ride because, as you know, it is a long wait, typically. We waited only about 25 minutes today. So we made the smart choice this morning to bypass going with everybody over to Pandora and starting at the other side of the park. So that was definitely a good choice on our part. Um, because the hordes were headed that way at open. And we were like, let's go this way. And there was like nobody in Dinosaur. That's what um, I've posted a few pictures. I know I have more pictures to put up, but um, everybody that saw the pictures were like, are you sure they even are open yet? And you guys were in the park, you know, I'm like, no, there's nobody in there. And so I will let you speak to it, Mike, since it was your first time writing Flight of Passage. Yeah, it was my first time, and, and I was pretty impressed with the ride. It uh, it was a lot smoother than I anticipated it being, as far as not, you know, jerking you around. And there was times when it goes, like, really fast, which is cool, but then I really enjoyed the, the times when it would slow down because there's so much to see that sometimes it goes so fast you don't you don't get a chance to, to actually take in everything. I'd almost like it to go slower more just because you can just see forever, it seems like, and, and everything is just beautiful. It's just it's pretty phenomenal. I know. I love the very end, and that's why I think I get sad when yeah. you're right there sitting on that tree, and you're trying to overlook everything, and you can't get it all in. Yeah, you just can't see it all before it that's goes it. away. That's exactly how I felt. Um, it's like you're just sitting there, and you're like, no, it's over. You're so sad because it's so amazing. I literally think I could ride that ride for hours. Yeah, I think I could ride it back to back if they'd let us. Um, not sure they do that. Excuse me, I was shocked because they wouldn't let us. You don't know this, but on the ride of flight train. Of, yeah, no. Um, no. The uh, expedition Everest. Everest. I said we should see if we can like, ride again. It doesn't look like there's a line, and so she gave the universal signal, and they told her no. And I'm like, just text Brad. He'll, he won't care if we go again. Yeah. And um, so that's why we went on that one again. And then when we were done, even though that is only two rides, it was about an hour, I guess, that we waited plus the two rides. So I guess it was almost two hours by the time we rode both rides and waited for both rides, which really wasn't that long. I think it was 25 minutes and 35 minutes or something like that. It was pretty short considering last Christmas it was four and five hours to wait for Flight of Passage which of course we did not do but because we fast passed it. So we went ahead and tried out one of the relaxation stations at Animal Kingdom. I will let Brad talk on that. It's another favorite ride of mine besides People Mover is Relaxation Station. I love those. They're great now. And um, why do you love those? Just because you can Take your mask there, off. And yes. <laughs> that's one of the main reasons because it was hot today. So getting to take the mask off is a big bonus whenever you can because they're strict about it at all other times in the park unless you're eating or at a relaxation station. So that was a good call. Relaxation station. I think we all liked it. And we got a nice spot. It's at Pizza Pizza Fari. So if you're coming anytime soon, that is where the Red Light Station Station is. And we did find out it's not as big as the one we had at Tomorrowland Terrace when we were at Magic Kingdom two days ago. But I think that they also have the interior of the restaurant, which is pretty nice size because there was a family in there, I know, which means it was air conditioned as well. So definitely uh, take advantage of that. And then we did a little shopping I actually think we did shopping before then, but that's okay. We can bring it up now because, um, you know, we get the lists from the kids when they, when you go to Disney, you gotta, you gotta meet their Disney needs because they're not with us this time. So we got, Kaylee was looking for a Christmas sweatshirt and oddly enough, it was not at World of Disney at Disney Springs. It was not at the Emporium at Magic Kingdom, but we found Christmas stuff at Animal Kingdom, which was a bonus for her. So we managed to get that. And then we headed to Kilimanjaro Safaris. I could talk about Kilimanjaro Safaris. Um, I love this ride. 
because it's very real. Because <laughs> it is very real. Um, you get on a, I'm sure you guys know, you get on a Jeep and you actually go through what is somewhat of a zoo. And it is awesome. We saw some great animals today. And actually, I didn't have high hopes for it because it was hot. And the animals don't usually like that. But we saw some great white rhinos. Like, I mean, right next to the Jeep. Actually, in the street, we had to wait for them to pass for us to keep going. If you watch the video on Facebook, Brad put the phone outside the Jeep so we could get a good look of it. It's amazing. Like, we just, you know, completely love that. I think that, you know, it's a fun... It's definitely a fun ride, and you you can actually learn something. There's, you know, real animals, you know, really, which I know is Disney's purpose for it also. And it's really cool because they do give, on this tour, they do give the animals the right-of-way. So if they do come in front of the vehicle, they do not try to push them along or anything like that. They let them do what they will. And so you, we did get a chance to see the white rhinos a lot today because they took their time getting out of the way. Yeah. It was awesome. We also saw some baby, sort of baby, three-year-old giraffes, which were adorable, um, although they're still quite large. I know that's what I was thinking when she said that. And after that, we decided to go to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Um, I don't know how, how long you've been listening to the show, if you have for a while. We discovered this a few years ago, which I know it's been there this whole time. But you take a train and you're seated outward on the train. Funny, because I was just getting ready to ask Mike to talk about Rafiki's Planet Watch. <laughs> I can talk about it. Uh, we didn't really walk around much at uh, Rafiki, but uh, the train ride, they give you a time for the wait to get on the train, but you have to be careful because it was only like a 10 minute wait to get on the train to get there, but there is no time reference for coming back. And it took us like 45 minutes just to get back. So that you need to plan extra time because you're you're not gonna be sure how long the train is gonna take you to get back. And so uh, we we didn't even actually go all the way down to the Rafiki's Planet Watch. I was asking Angela if she knew, because when we got there, I realized, I think it's about, at least a half mile, probably closer to a mile to get to actually where they have the petting zoo and the play area for the kids and everything. So if you have children under like 11, 10 years old, I would say definitely take them and plan on being there, but make sure that you don't have a dining reservation. Um, if fast passes come back, make sure you try to have a fast pass reservation because you're at the mercy of the train and the people that are coming back. And also, there is a line to get on the train, which we did not know. You actually have to go pretty far down the path to catch the line, and that's where we kind of goofed up. And then we were trying to ride Flight of Passage one more time so that Mike could have one more opportunity to do that. And we got back to the station, or what they call Harambe Village, at 4.50, and the park was closing at 5. And most of you know, I just had knee surgery, so there was no way I could run. So I told the engine, Mike, run, and maybe you can get on there. And they got there at 4.59. And they'll have to talk about the ride because I was not with them. Yeah, we we booked it. <laughs> we were not running because I don't do that. But I, we were walking quickly. Um, I think we got there with like a minute and a half to spare, get in the line um, before the park technically closes. And as long as you're in the line, you're good. So we stood in line for, I didn't really check the time, but I know by the time we were out, it was 5.35. So it was 35 minutes, the line, the ride, and everything. So um, we were thrilled that we got out of there fast enough and got to ride Flight of Passage one more time because that ride is a great way to end the day. <laughs> Although I do, I will go back to Rafiki's Planet Watch and the Railroad because I don't think that we gave it like a really great review necessarily. I think we were all like, this just takes a long time. But if you have kids or anyone who loves trains, it's cool. And you do get to see a little bit of like the back, I don't want to say backstage, maybe like back, the background of what's going on in some of the buildings and where they house the animals and that kind of thing. So we got to see, we got to peek in the windows and we could see a black rhino with her new baby and it was adorable. 
black rhino, white rhino. It was I'm a white sure. rhino, but that white rhino. rhino. They look black. I mean, yeah, that's they why do it's look confusing. Black. But that was fun. So that was really cool. I know it took a really, really long time just to get that one little shot of the baby rhino, but it was kind of cool. Well, I know because at first they said, if you look really close in these windows, you might see a baby rhino. Well, it looked like the windows were closed at first, and we're like, we're not going to be able to see no rhino. And then all of a sudden, we're all like, oh. And it's not as big yeah. as the pictures that were on Facebook at all. Or on any media that, was, that we and saw. And of course it was, it was really, laying, yeah, laying next to mom, so it was looked a little. Super cute. And so Brad and I just sat at the relaxation station. We, we rode our, we rode my new favorite ride again, the relaxation station. <laughs> while Angie and Mike finished up their final journey on Flight of Passage. Which is totally fine because I was like editing pictures and stuff like that because I have not, I apologize, I did do quite a few pop-ups on Mousecapades for you guys, but I have not had the time to post the pictures because I have been trying to somewhat enjoy my vacation as well as share it with you guys. So, And since it was part closed, it was prime people watching at the relaxation station, <laughs> watching the hordes leave. I mean, I like the people watch anyway, but that was a that was scaled up because everyone was leaving the park. So you get to see a lot of stuff. A lot of interesting, you know, everyone sees it, but you don't say anything. Everyone sees it. <laughs> you just do it. We also got to see a really cute little girl. She might have been three years old. She was standing in front of a picture spot with uh, Pumbaa and Timon and... The lion, Simba. Simba. <laughs> the most important one. <laughs> but she was so stinking cute. It was like she was a model. They weren't even telling her what to do. And she was like flipping her hair back and she'd turn her body and get away from them and then flip her hair back and smile at them and everything. And then she had older brothers and sisters. And so then they joined in and they were doing all kinds of poses. So that was pretty entertaining. Actually, it was entertaining to see that a lot of the people that stopped to get the pictures for the three-year-old was pretty cute. So overall, it was a really good day. Um, you could be crowded, but Angela's right. The 25% in Animal Kingdom is probably the best just because it is so bottlenecked in so many different places. And it was comfortable. Like, we didn't feel like we were dying. It was hot. So I'm not going to lie about that. But we didn't feel like we were suffocating like you usually do when there's just people like sardines in that park. And we did get to see a lot of cavalcades today on the boats. Oh, yes, we did. And I posted... All of them? Did I post all of them? I think I posted all four of them. Those were cool. They were cool. I love the cavalcades. I think it's a, I think it's a better concept than the parades. Yeah. Because I've never been much. I've never been much for. Let's just sit on the curb for two hours and wait for a parade to come by. I love the whole spon- spontaneous. It's way more magical. That's the one thing we talked about a couple of episodes ago. It's one of the things I hope they they keep even after this pandemic because that's a good. I think that's a good thing. I agree. Even if there's meet and greets, I think it would be good to keep the cavalcades. They made me smile every time they would go. Although I'm sad I missed the villain one, but I have watched it on YouTube several times. So I guess that's okay. It's good. But it was a good day. So we are going to chill out because tomorrow is our last Disney park uh, at Epcot. See you tomorrow. This is our day of Epcot and we got here when the park opened actually a little bit before the park opened at 11 today but we were here a little bit before and Mike is social distancing himself from me right now (laughs) 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 I realized I scooted over and he and he moved down I just didn't want to make a bunch of noise (laughs) so when we got here the original intent was I think you heard us say on the show that they encourage you to and if you hear anything it is test track in the background we're trying to find the quietest place but cool place that we could stop and talk we were trying to figure out should we start at the front or start at the back and everything that we've read says you should start in world showcase and work your way forward because then when you're tired at the end of the night you're closer to the parking lot so we kind of tried that this time so we'll see and we are going to make a trip back over to the world showcase because uh, mike saw a filet that had his name on it in canada so we are going to do that but when we first got here we headed towards the world showcase and then and she's going to pick up for me because i'm losing my mind at this point yeah, we headed to France so Ange could partake of her favorite food. Yes, I always want to hit up France because my favorite is the ham and cheese croissant. I'm pretty sure there's a French name for it that I don't know. 
or can't say, but it is delightful and I just love it. I think it's a great bargain also. It's like five bucks. It's amazing. A great, you know, great, great stop. There's lots of yummy food there. You know, uh, croissant sandwiches, chocolate chip croissants, baguettes, lobster bisque, lobster bisque. Just, it's a really great place, but you have to kind of walk through France and like walk towards the back or you don't even find it. Like it's really kind of a hidden gem. Yeah, we, I think, started a trend because when we walked back there, like a bunch of people saw us walking and they just joined in. Mike, what did you get at France? The uh, bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. It was delicious. Yeah, I saw, I don't think that I, I even knew that they did that. Not that, you know, I mean, bacon, egg, and cheese croissant or ham and cheese croissant is a kind of a common thing anywhere but I guess I did I just don't think about getting that from France I don't know um before Brad joined us in France he stopped off in England yeah in England so he could get some fish and chips which were amazing by the way um if you were listening earlier in the week we went to Raglan Road in Disney Springs and Ange and him both got fish and chips but we think these were just a little bit better or, or at least as good and so then we left France and took Mike to ride the Skyliners. If you've been on Facebook, you may have seen a little video clip that I did of us on the Skyliners because Mike had never been on them yet. And what were your thoughts, Mike? Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. It's a, it's a nice, smooth, relaxing, I would call it a ride. If it's not something you have to use to get to the park and back, it, uh, it gives you a different perspective of the park. And uh, it was very, very relaxing and a, and a nice, smooth ride. What did you think of the temperature, Brad? Because you're the man that's always burning hot. Yes, today was an awesome weather day. Gosh, it was like maybe 80 at top. I mean, it got a little warm in the sun this afternoon, but the breeze all made up for that. It was much less humid today. It was a fantastic weather day. So we left the Skyliner and headed into Morocco. Isn't that where we were? Yeah, we just, yeah we kind of headed that way. <laughs> we came back through France. Yeah, and came back through France. Around. Yes. Oh, we got a chocolate crepe. We and we saw two cavalcades on the way. That's right. We saw uh, the frozen one again, and we also saw Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, and Goofy for the second time. But it's always fun to see the characters, and as close as they are, it's very cool. Um, but yeah, Ange and I tried the chocolate crepe. I've always wondered what that would taste like. And it was kind of like a chocolate chip pancake, only flatter, obviously. Uh, then we hung out in Morocco. There was a sky writer. We had to find out what he was going to write in the sky. So we hung out there, got some pictures of that. And then we moved on to... I stepped in Italy for gelato. That's right. And I was in Japan, and I got some sushi and frozen orange pineapple sake mist. And it was very delightful, very, it was, more, it was kind of like a, a snow cone, for sure. Then we headed on to Germany. Oh, and by the way, the Italian pizza place was not open. It might be open tonight, but it was not open. And this is Friday. I was thinking because it was the weekend that maybe it was open. But I can't think of What is it? I'm trying to think of what Mike had in Spain. The oh. name of the food that he had. It was Paella. 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 It was a rice with uh, some shrimp and some spicy sausage. It was it was really it was yummy. Spicy but delicious. Very good. Yeah. So if you were in, if you get to go to that pavilion, get some paella. It did look really tasty, but I already was kind of full from everything that I had eaten so far. And then we headed on to the German pavilion because Mike loves caramel. Well, that you all know that my favorite store is the Caramel Kusha, and so we went in there and got some caramel corn, and Brad got some sugar-free Werther's Chew, so we filled that need. And then we got in the line for Frozen, which was about... About 55 minutes. It was about 55 minutes, but they also had a cleaning in there, so I mean, I didn't think that was too bad. Now, we don't know if it was from the cleaning or from the ride, but when we sat down, we already had wet high knees from the, <laughs> from the ride, so when we got off, we had wet butts, and we really didn't get wet, wet while we were doing the ride, but it was good, and there were no technical difficulties in it. That was nice, and after frozen where did we head mexico we did head to mexico i guess we did yes. <laughs> and angela located us or mike i'm not sure which one located us a lovely table yeah. on at the, 
I can't think of the name of the restaurant, but it's the quick service in Mexico. If you go in there, you can find a f nice table right by the waterside, which is amazing. And we were right by the water. We weren't like in the middle or anything. We were right next to the uh, railing and birds were visiting us to see if we would give them some food. And so we partook of a little Mexican food. And then we got in line for the three caballeros. And that was pretty fun. It's a cheesy but fun ride that we're glad. But the queue is super tight. Um, I think that somebody showed pictures, if you've been watching any YouTube videos at all, of how tight it is by, because they put up the glass barriers. But it is for our safety. And that is one thing. We feel safe that we've seen, you know, lots of sanitizing, lots of social distancing. So if people are not social distancing, it's because they're choosing not to, not because it's not marked for us to do that. So... Uh, we want Joey to be able to get this out because you guys are used to hearing it on Friday. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up for our trip. We are going to head to Test Track, then to Soren, and Angela may ride Mission Space if her if her tummy is allowing it. Yes, Mission Space. And Orange. Then, and then Spaceship Earth. <laughs> And, uh, and then we're going to get Matt, Mike a filet from Canada. And other than that, I think we're pretty much, we've done everything that we came to do. Then anything else we do would just be a bonus at this point. So um, we feel like it's been a successful trip. And it really wasn't too rushed. I think there were some rushing points today that we chose to rush, but we didn't have to. No, it's been very laid back. I think it's been an amazing trip. I absolutely loved it. Um, I would say the only downside are these stupid masks, but I do know <laughs> that the masks are what's keeping the people down, so maybe that's good. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I would definitely say so. Trade off, um, and you save on makeup. That's right. <laughs> I, that doesn't count for the boys, but <laughs> for the ladies, it's you save on makeup. You only have to do your eyes. So um, we thank you so much for joining us for our trip. And we will talk to you on Wednesday's show with rumors and news. Thanks so much, listeners, for listening to our crazy pop-ups while we were here at Disney World. We hope that you had just as much fun listening as we did enjoying the time here in the parks. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, all you have to do is text us at 636-373-4497 or contact us at Vicki, V-I-C-K-I-E dot black at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our Twitter account, Mousecapades Pod. And we would especially like to thank Ange and Mike there are good friends who were with us on this trip who helped us with some of these pop-ups give their perspective uh, we hope you enjoyed hearing from them as well be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang as always thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears the Mousecapades podcast well Brad I think it's about that time Disney love just keep swimming have a magical day my friends <laughs>